I just don't want the millennial clients out there to think that just because you are you are grounded and you come across as that and you state your mind and you're clear that that people are going to see you as being a narcissist where they might see you but the whole point is is that it doesn't matter the millennial generation is as follows welcome to surrounded by idiots radio podcast Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a mic on is probably a good Got thing. Got it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Rise above the unwashed masses. Live life on your own terms. I'm your host, Dr. Tony Dufresne, and we have back in the studio, Lexi Rodriguez. What up, everyone? It what feels up, Lex? so good to be back. Good to have you back. Yeah. So we talked a little bit uh, last week about uh, you and what's been going on, Treading Water, which is, I thought was a really good show. Yeah, um, it was a good one. I'm getting great feedback. Good. That's good to have good feedback on stuff, right? Because that's the whole point, right? Totally. It's feeding my ego. It's boosting my confidence. And it might be making me a little bit narcissistic. Yeah, Boy, that was so (laughs) heavy-handed. So heavy-handed. Of course, because this week we're going to talk about self-confidence or self-esteem versus narcissism and and narcissistic personalities. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this was a couple of reasons. First of all, I see a lot of situations where older generation, the older generation is seeing millennials as being narcissistic or self-absorbed. Right. And I think it's uh I think it's a disservice and I think it's a blanket. It's almost like ADHD cuz apparently every kid has ADHD. I think they're overgeneralizing that. Like with, it's a with, problem. Like it's a problem and and it's not uh, in most cases from what I see. The second reason is because I we have the election situation happening. And we have, from a psychologist standpoint, from what I've seen, we have one of the most raging narcissists uh, that has ever taken the stage out there uh, trying to get your votes. Right. So I, so that's and why... he I, is the true definition of a narcissist. We cannot compare the way millennials are feeling about themselves and these business ventures that they're going on to donald trump syndrome you know what i mean and that's the problem and that's why i want to bring it up and to show the the big difference between the two so first i want to just throw out the definition of narcissism just to you know from a psychological standpoint just because there's a lot of you hear it a lot and people think they know what it means and and it can be applied in different situations but basically and i'm going to read it right from the, the the book and it's it's extreme selfishness with a grandiose view of one's own talents and a craving for admiration as characterized by a personality type. What that means Which is, doesn't sound too bad. It doesn't really <laughs> sound too bad. But really what it means is you're if if it's in a situation where you're overcompensating for a low self esteem in, in so you're you have so you feel as though you have to pump yourself up to other people. Then it comes down to narcissism. And the, totally. the biggest characterization of a narcissist, lack of empathy. Right. Because they're, they're so self-absorbed that it's all about them. And if you go on a priority scale, they're number one. Now, you can have self-confidence. You can have high self-esteem. You could have super-duper levels of being able to relate to people and being really set with yourself and loving yourself. And you can come across as that. And sometimes that might come across as being narcissistic. But when the when the bell rings, 
you have, if you have kids, they come first. If you have a wife, she comes first. Right. Or if you're in different situations where, you know, somebody needs the attention, they come first. That's the big difference. It's the empathy thing. And you're not using your quote unquote power to hurt anybody. Like these people that are in these positions of power are really using it to benefit no one but themselves. But themselves. And that's the yeah. problem. That's the, that's the difference between being confident and being successful and like, you know, you have worked hard to this. So you're kind of like holding on to it. And I think if you work your fucking ass off and you've reached success in your book, whatever that definition is, you have the right to be confident and you have the right to kind of portray that confidence to other people because you worked hard to get your ass there. But there is a thin line between like Donald Trump's ass thinking he's fucking God's gift to earth when he's hurting the majority of the people. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to. And it that's a problem. To, it comes down to him and in, in in his intentions, and it's all about him and winning. That's all what it comes down exactly. to. Exactly. He's but, like, I want to prove that I could run for president I, and I could win. I, exactly. That's what it's all about. But that's why I wanted to throw it out there because a lot of uh, client questions have to do with, I really don't want to come across as a dick or I really don't want to come across as somebody that's overconfident or knows more than somebody that's been in the business for 20 years. It's not about that. If you're if you're okay in yourself, you can be okay in yourself and you can have and you can follow through and you can you can expose yourself as being a confident person, uh, knowing what you know. But but always remember, the most confident person in the world understands they don't know what they don't know. Right. And they're the ones that are that are always asking questions. They're the ones that are always learning and always reading books. Those are the most confident people because they know that they don't know. In fact, Plato said that a million years ago. Yeah. You know, the most brilliant people, the the most wisdom comes from the person that knows that they don't know. Yeah. And it's really, it's beautiful and interesting to me. And I, we talked about this over coffee earlier is that there are so many philosophers out there that have spoken these brilliant words, kind of, um, theorizing the concept of confidence versus narcissism, you know, helpful versus hurtful. And it blows my mind that these people had these theories thousands of years ago and it still did no justice really to the the spectrum of politics and control the control that the politics is is um really having on our future but there's a reason for that and the reason is because we went through a very very tumultuous time in the last few years about the recession and stuff and what people thought was real ended up being not real and a lot of money vanished and a lot of people got scared really right. really scared and when that happens psychologically you always run back to mama and you is, and you place blame and you well you have to because the, what happens is is that all the stuff that that was there before it didn't work and you know that it didn't work and so you have to you have to go back to a very black and white type of a mentality and that's why the parties are how they are now that's why they're so different and and they've run off to the extremes on both sides and that's why trump has come in and he's really uh, capitalizing on the fact that people are they don't trust the system anymore right and that's why him being such a huge misogynistic idiot and being this raging narcissist and being no business being the face or the symbol of america uh, but so many people look at this because he it's not about any of that stuff to them. What it's about is a, the anti-system yeah. because they feel as though the system failed them. And it's so fucked up because I, I think that it's kind of bringing in this barbaric way of thinking about our politicians and about mm-hmm. um, unity. You know, like it really has done nothing but 
placed us in a regression, I think, of mm-hmm. our thought process when it came, comes to unity. And yeah, there's a lot of great... Um, there's a lot of great collaborations, I think, going on between communities that usually wouldn't unite because of the politics that are going on. But there is a lot of people that are just running away from unity because they don't think that it's real. They think that we need to be black or white and not race wise fucking. I mean, I guess I should say blue or red. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucked up. Right. But what, what what's that coming down to? That's coming back to the amygdala. It's almost like we're cavemen and it's and it's a choice whether to, you know, run left or run right, run right away from the saber toothed tiger. And that's, you know, which way is the best way to go? It's gotten down to such a basal, emotional, reactionary response. All of this that it's it we have, it, regression is the perfect word because we've really regressed into a bunch of children. And we're looking to either stay in the sandbox and let uh, you know Tommy play with our Tonka truck, or take it and go home. Yeah, and that's and and this black and white type of thinking is what's creating all of this issue. And it's just too bad. It's too bad because I think a lot of stuff is being missed uh, because so because people are trying to make statements against the system that they're putting their eggs in a basket of somebody who has. And hey, and I'm a Republican. Mm-hmm. I've been a Republican since I've been 18 years old. I'm more of a fiscal Republican. I, I'm, I'm a very social liberal in regards to rights and whatnot. But uh, but I but I believe in that. I've I've believed in the trickle down. I don't anymore. But you know the economics. Right. But but I'm a very conservative in some small government stuff. But I cannot, from being a psychologist, I can't consciously uh, get behind somebody that represents somebody that is so unstable. And is in such a narcissist. This is not the type. And a this is not sucky communicator. Yeah, well, that, but he communicates effectively on a basal level. So you, when I when I say basal level, I mean a low level, guttural, right. emotional, rip the baby out of your uterus. But that's what it is. Yeah. But that's the whole point. That's because because he knows the guy's a smart guy. And mind you, people don't have abortions at nine months. That's baloney. Yeah, but that's but that's the whole point. The point is is that it gets down to, into a very psychological concept. And the concept is if you want somebody to believe something, and this is actually scientifically proven, if you want somebody to believe something, you have to you have to say it nine times. Totally. Nine times. If you and that's why he keeps and saying And that's why we have these fucking redundant ass debates and redundant ass interviews with these yeah. politicians just forcing their thoughts into our minds. And it you know, this is where we come into play is that coaches like us and people that are trying to make make others self-aware and to help them um be able to stand on their own two feet because it's really fucked up that 85% of society and the people that are listening to these interviews over and over and over again are proving the point that all you have to do is listen nine times Mm -hmm. and then you are going to think that way. But it's because you're not strong enough mentally to stand on your own two fucking feet. Yeah. It's because you're, because you're open because you don't know. And that's, and that's what it comes down to you because you don't have a, a solid sense of self in regards to understanding the big Big picture. That's what's being lost here. The fact that you that people are not seeing the big and the big picture has everything to do with policy as well as personality, as well as symbolism, as well as where you feel as though we're being taken and the reasons why. And if you boil everything down and you take a look at both sides here, one is based in fear. Yeah. Sadly, it's my party, too. And the other one is based in optimism and making things better. 
And that's a huge distinction. And it's really a no-brainer in terms of the decision. Sadly, Hillary Clinton represents the system more than anybody else in the world, I think. And I think if it was somebody else that didn't, I think if Bernie Sanders was in, I, I honestly think it'd be a no-brainer. Right. I think he'd be running For away sure. with this thing, even though he's very, uh, he's very extreme on the left. And so fucking old. And yeah, I mean, just, you know, it, there's a lot of things in there, but he would counter off that, that whole system thing because he's not a part of the but system He's like either. the wise grandpa that like you can't disagree with. You know what I mean? You're just like, I mean, fuck, you've been on this planet a hundred years more than me. How can I not listen to you? you know, the thing is that he's, he's got good ideas, but he has very utopian ideas mm-hmm. and it, it's all, it's one of those good on paper things. Yeah. But when you come down, it's like Obamacare. Obamacare looked good on paper to a lot of people when it right. came down to it. When it comes down to it, I, I don't qualify for any of the subsidies for Obamacare. My my insurance has gone up $250 in the last two years. Yeah, a month. A month. Tough. A month. And I have major medical to where I've got like a like an $8,000 deductible. So, you know, for me, it's not it's not working. But in the grand collective scheme of things, it's it's everything's a process, though. You know, if you're going to make sausage, it's pretty ugly before you put it in the casing. <laughs> And you have to understand that that's the case. But when it gets down to what's going on now with narcissism and the self-confidence thing, I want to make sure that we talk about the fact that self-confidence is essential in moving forward in a business environment or just in in your own personal environment. Oh my gosh, it's huge. I just don't want the millennial clients out there to think that just because you are you are grounded and you come across as that and you state your mind and you're clear that that people are going to see you as being a narcissist where they might see you but the whole point is is that it doesn't matter. Yeah, like I said on Facebook Live it's like you have to be a little bit crazy to think that this idea that stemmed from your brain and whatever experiences you went through can pay your bills for the rest of your life, can be that source of income. This can, cha- can change the world. Can change the world, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's like, who the fuck are you? Who do you think you are to to really think that you can do this? All you have to think is you, you're you. That, that's the whole it's point. It's dope, that's the funny. That's the funny part about it is every single person has the ability to be the highest level of themselves. Yeah. Every single person has the ability to do that. Yet most people, it's like a, you know what a bell curve is? You know, the bell curve, you have that, you know, a little bit on the sides and then the big bell in the middle. Most people, 80% of people will never, first of all, they'll never listen to a show like this because they don't want to be challenged. Exactly. The second thing is, is that they'll never go past, uh, if I don't want to mix my metaphors, but Maslow's level of hierarchy, which is just learning how to survive. They'll find a way to get through school. They'll find a way to pay their bills. They'll find a way to get married and they'll find a way to have a mediocre life. Do you feel like those people are taking up space on the universe? Because as fucking horrifying as that sounds, I do, Tony. And we can talk about this on another show. But I think there are people out there that are just taking up space. I really do. Yeah, but that's because you're looking at best case thing. And the the fact of the matter is, is that when you look at the human race, like any, it's all Darwinian. If you look at the human race, it's all evolutionary. And it's like any species because we're we're an animal. Yeah, we are an animal. And it's like any species. We evolve not we don't evolve the same everybody. But overall, the entire thing shifts slowly. It's like a glacier, but it's so big that it has to slowly move in a more positive and open and expansive direction. And that's where we're at. And the thing is, is that you're always going to have 80 percent of them that are not ready to do that. 
And I don't know if you've ever seen Defending Your Life, the movie, the Albert Brooks movie, that happened, which is a brilliant movie. And it's about, and that's kind of a reincarnation thing, but it's really, it's really funny too. It's a good comedy, but it's about they go, they he dies and he goes in, and then they do a judgment thing where they judge whether he's he's done enough in his life, he's expanded enough in his life on Earth to move forward, which is to expand into pure energy, if you want to look at it from a, a philosophical situation. Or they're going to send him back and and have him do better the next time. Yeah. Some people have to go back 6, 7, 10, 12 times in order to expand enough to where they can evolve past that. But you know what bothers me is the people that um, kind of take their time on expanding because it's fucked up. It's like if you have the potential to expand right away, why not try? And that's where I go to... That's where I go to my concept or my theory of people. Some people are on this earth and they're fucking taking up space. Well, they're 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 it's scared. Up, they're scared. You know they're, what? They're, they're scared of the, or they're not ready. They're well, I'm learning ready. a lot about um, potential and about people kind of living to their true standards of self, and that kind of comes down to confidence in narcissism. It's like I kind of think that borderline narcissism is going to be helpful to some people. You know, as long as you're using it. In the best way possible. Right. But the characteristics of borderline personality is just self-confidence. I think I'm a borderline narcissist and, and I think that I would never use it to hurt someone. But the way you described that definition earlier, I was like, damn. Yes, but, but do you lack empathy? A little bit. Okay. I do. Okay. So in context, you do. So in On the last it, podcast, I just shared that I'm finally, like, I'm finally getting a little in touch with my empathy. I'm finally am. I'm fucking 27 years old and I'm finally putting people's feelings into consideration when, but you know what? I think that I have always been able to think things into existence. And I told you earlier, it's like, I, it's scary sometimes because sometimes I think things that aren't very great, but I, I think them into existence. So it's like this fucked up power that I have that I have to be careful with. So that's like narcissism. If you have a narcissistic trait, you have to be very careful with it. Otherwise you're going to go to the extreme and you're going to end up hurting yeah, but masses. A, but what I'm, what I'm saying is it's only a narcissistic trait. If, if the intention is just to fulfill your own. Okay. Yeah, thing. you're right. The, the, it, it, having confidence in seeing things in a broader perspective is you having the same exact feelings and and willing things into existence but for the for the reason and your reason is not just for you the reason is to make the world a better place you're right and like yeah, and that, i know and i know for a fact because i know you yeah and i know that's always in the back of your mind oh for sure always i think um the thin line right there though is just if you have that drive that almost narcissistic drive to be the best person you can be because of your ego and then you pull out the ego part then you're good and you got the confidence. Yeah, because the ego is the is the frail part, the the part that's the ego always is trying the demon. to Yeah, I mean my uh, the half uh, the entire half of my book is on how bad the ego is. Right. Because it really is. I mean the ego the ego really fucks you up. It's it's creating it's putting a filter in front of your eyes and yeah. you, you don't see things how they really are and it's because of insecurities and stuff that happened to you when you were one and two yeah. and three years old. But what I think I'm trying to get out as learning about people's potential is I'm seeing that there are so many people that don't give a fuck about living up to their potential. They're cool with getting by every single day and yeah, not mo- most growing like yeah. and it drives me fucking crazy because right. those people to me 
can just leave. Get out of my <laughs> bubble. I don't want to see you. Well, well the, the, you, you don't have to have them in your bubble. You can choose for them not to be. In your yeah, bubble. I guess where I'm going to is work. Like I have a job, obviously, that pays my bills. And then I, I'm on this entrepreneurial venture that mm-hmm. is fucking taking me in all these different directions. And I'm learning so much and I love it. But the job that's paying my bills right now is I'm learning so much about human behavior and it's fucking insane. You must be in the service industry. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it's awesome. Like, I love meeting new people and I've met extreme narcissists out there in La Jolla. I mean, you kind of you kind of just run into them daily, Mm -hmm. these people. And it blows my mind. Mm -hmm. These people. I mean, we had on the Walk of Shame radio podcast, we had that conversation about my girlfriend who went out with the dude who would not stop talking about how in love he was with Donald Trump. Yeah, And like, like, and that dude, he's a pretty cool dude. Honestly, I see him once in a while and I'm like, what the fuck? It's like his mentality is nuts. But also people that I work with, they do not work to their full potential. And that's not even asking a lot. You know what I mean? I'm not asking shit from these people, really. And most of the time, they will do just what gets by. And it makes me sick. But Lex, we already know that. We already, yeah. know, we already know that 80%, I mean, it's probably But these more, people, but I would like to have a little bit more narcissistic traits so it could well, pull them out of their, like, I'm a, nor, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, what is the word I'm looking for? I'm a regular human. They, right. Don't be regular. I would rather say have more awareness and mindfulness instead of narcissistic. Yeah, but just don't be, <laughs> I, but what I'm saying is, is if you have to go that extreme to get yourself out of this basic ass rut, mm-hmm. then I'd be okay with it. Yeah, but because again, they suck, right? But again, most people in your lifetime and my lifetime, anybody's lifetime, will not will not have the fire in them to do that. It's just the way that it is. But then, are the, they taking up space? No, because <laughs> no, because it's 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 a part. Their their lives are no. as just as just as important. They're working in the service industry. <laughs> We need someone to flip our burgers. Right? Yeah, I mean, but their their lives their lives are just as important, and and there's a reason for them. But the thing is, is that once you once you take the blue pill and you step out and you understand more that and you you operate, I always call it vibrating at a higher frequency. Yeah, and the and I guarantee you that all you guys listening to this, the reason you're listening to this is because you do operate at a higher frequency because you do want to learn more, you do want to understand more, you do see things that other people don't. And there's, and you always, you always know when you, when you meet somebody that can do that. And you always know when you meet somebody that can't do that. And the hardest thing for me, and I know from what you're talking about right now, I think the hardest thing for you to do is to accept that. Yeah. That's the, that when I got out of grad school and I was going to my PhD program, the one thing that I was going to do is change the fucking world. I wanted to go out there and I had this great philosophy and I had my own philosophy. I was going to write this book. I was going to do this. I'm going to speaking and I'm going to change everybody's minds. Well, it didn't take me long to realize that that was never going to happen. Like, yeah. I mean, if Gandhi can't, if, uh, you know, Thomas Aurelius can't, if any that anybody that, that has been such a, an amazing uh, philosopher, king, speaker, whatever, can't do that it's, because it's not. It's not supposed to happen that way. But not- they always thought that they could. And that's the confidence that they had. Right. But the thing is, is that any, you know, and Martin Luther King and all that. But what they have done is they've done what they were supposed to do. And it's, we're going to do what we're supposed to do. Right. You guys out there are going to do what you're supposed to do. And it's take what you know, work on yourself, and then share that with the people around you and make Effect change at at any particular level you possibly can, and it will ripple. It's like throwing a stone in the pond. Yeah, the ripples will go out there. You may not see them. You may not. It, it, may, it may not manifest into 
your friend of a friend of a friend saying, oh my God, you changed my life. But I guarantee you, the frequency, it will. Yeah, I think I just hate accepting mediocrity. And I think that that's something that I've yet to be okay with. And and I will maybe someday. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know no, what I mean? No, I'm never going to be okay with it. I, other, I'll tell you right not now. Not in I myself. I'll never be okay with it myself. But I'm saying in other people, what I'm learning is I cannot let it affect me and I cannot let it affect the change that I'm going to make right. in in the world. Um, because it is discouraging. It's really fucking discouraging sometimes. It can be. It's a matter of focus. And uh, I mean, I'll never, I will never fully accept people not doing all that they can to be, because it's when you are, when you do go out there and you manifest stuff and you work on yourself and you are the best that you can be, it's a give to everybody else too. It elevate. It's a rising tide rise all, rises all boats type of thing. When you do that, you help everybody else in the process because you have a unique gift that you were born with. And it's a matter for you to, you know, it's like violin practice. I mean, practice your fucking violin so you can play your concerts for all of us because we're waiting for you to play your fucking violin. <laughs> right. But so many people just put it in the corner and then they just try to survive and they go through life and then they, you know, then they get pregnant uh, young and then they've got a, a, yeah. a job that they punch the clock and blah, blah, blah. And then they just, you know, then they end up being 50 or 60 looking back and they're living in some fucking single wide mobile home, you know, just, you know, buying their. Not their, even their, double wide. But, but you know, whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're looking back and they're going, damn, I had, there was a lot of stuff I could have done. Yeah. So I think the point of the point that I want to get across to everyone listening right now is that like you have to be as confident as you can be. And if there are things that you are working on that is kind of um, making you retreat from that full capable confidence, like really try to write them down or work on them daily. Because once you get there, that's when you become more than mediocre. Allow yourself to be confident. And, And the things that you are kind of fucked up about, Fix them. Try to fix them. Everything is everything is capable of being fixed. And a lot of it comes down to your support. In fact, a lot of it comes down. I just said that twice. It comes down to your support group. Have you ever heard of the crab theory? The crab theory is when uh, when crab fishermen go out to fish to get crabs. If they catch one crab and they 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 can put it in a bin or a big tub or whatever, but they have to put a cage over the top because if they don't, then it'll crawl out. Because they're pretty good crawlers, unless yeah. it's like super deep. Let's just say it's like a big, like a like a keg thing where you put the keg in, you know, with the ice and stuff, yeah. like one of those. So if you put it, in, you have to put a mesh over it. If you if you catch more than one crab, you don't have to put the top on. You know why? Because crabs constantly pull each other back in, mm. and it's a matter of don't have a bunch of crabs around that are pulling you back in. And what happens is, is that when you start to expand and you start to get, you know, you start to do your thing and you feel as though you're expanding out of the support group that you have or the tribe that you're with now, you're going to find a lot of people either directly or indirectly or maybe subconsciously will want to pull you back in. Because when you expand out of there, it reminds them that they're not. Yeah. And also it gets them into thinking that they might be fearful that you're leaving them. Yeah. And you know what? You have to make those transitions. That's I love that you brought that up because a lot of my clients um, and I bet a lot of your clients being millennials are going through that. Absolutely. You're growing. You're going through growing and you're going through this transition phase where there are people that are subconsciously bringing you down because they don't want you to succeed. They They don't want you to be better than them. No, they do not. But you 
have to have the confidence to be like, you know what? I'm sorry if I'm better than you and you don't think it like that, but I'm sorry if right now I am on the right path to success and I am going to follow my intuition and where I need to go. I'm sorry about that, but you need to cut those ties and you do. And that's where confidence comes in. And yeah. that's where true you have to confidence, have the confidence comes confidence in. to cut those ties. Right, right. Because you, you have to, you're looking out for yourself because you understand what you need to do. But the bottom line is, even when you do that, you're doing it because it's for the good of everybody else. Because the, the biggest give that you can give in your entire life is to maximize your purpose and to maximize yourself and to be true to yourself as much as you possibly can be. Yeah. And, and that is, that is, and you've got to have confidence to do that. Uh, and understand that just because you are driven and just because you have vision and just because you uh, are not, everybody doesn't love you because I, I got to be honest with you, anybody that's successful, they got a lot of people that do not like them. Oh, for sure. It's so fucked up. Because people get butthurt all the time. You're dealing with 80% of people in a psychological profile to where they're very, very hypersensitive. And if you're not around them all the time or if you don't satisfy their timely needs or their nurturing needs, then they're going to be bent at you thinking that you are a narcissist. And you know what? A lot of people, I think, think that people that want to teach them things are narcissists because they are like, hey, um, so I've done this and I figured out a way to do it better and more efficient. Let me let me share this with you. And they're like, oh, it's okay. I got it. I could do it my own way. My way is fine. But it's like, I'm not sharing with you these tools to be egotistical and to kind of, you know, showboat my way of doing things. I'm trying to fucking help you out. And you know, when you can tell someone is a good person and that they're confident and they're not narcissistic is when, when they're they open to it open yeah. up their toolbox yeah. to you. That's yeah. the fucking last thing a narcissist yeah. would do. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So take it in, right. people. Yeah. People need to learn. Understand that learning is the best thing that you can do. And if you train your mind to always continue to learn, even when you are on top, even mm-hmm. when you are boss, mm-hmm. you will be successful. I have a thing in my book and I say, you know, the the thing is I've gone through years and years of doing this particular thing and going to psychology and the philosophy stuff. doesn't mean I'm a great mechanic. I mean, be, right. so, so I can learn a lot. Every time I, 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 I just had a guy in here uh, working on uh, stuff in the house and he was doing some remodeling because a water heater blew upstairs and stuff. So he was in and I was over there like an eight year old kid asking him questions about, yeah. you know, drywall and yeah. framing and all because I think it's cool. I like learning all that different stuff. I don't know. I mean, I got 20, I got 20 years of, uh, upper, you know, and three degrees in upper division schooling and stuff. I, I don't know how to uh, put that stuff up exactly. or, or, or do like uh, weld plumbing fixtures and stuff. So you lessons come from anybody and you've got to and you've got to be open enough and you have to be confident in yourself enough to know what you don't know exactly and you have to understand that there are people that are the best at what they do yeah. and why not take some tools from them to add to your toolbox Absolutely. that's the best part and that's like the best part about life is you meet all these different types of people throughout your life that are that are masters at certain things Mm -hmm. you need to take into consideration and have the confidence to kind of let that wall down and be like fuck i don't know this teach me this you know what i mean a perfect example me and my boyfriend completely opposite personalities communicators i am a master at communication that's what i went to school for that's what i do you know what i mean that's what i do he is a brilliant chef When I try to give him tips on communication, it's so funny when he kind of is like, I got it. I know what I'm doing. But it's like, I always tell him, that's like me being like, I can cook this 
awesome rigatoni when I honestly don't even know how long to boil noodles for. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's like you have to understand that and, and you have these relationships for a reason. You have to understand that the people in your life right now are for a reason and you have to and this sounds kind of fucked up but use the fuck out of them pick their brain gain their knowledge take whatever you can from them you can learn anything from anybody i learned so much from kids it's not even funny oh yeah well their perspective their understanding uh, their their level of intuition and in seeing how they relate and how they go, how they get up. The and kids continu- and old people. Can, yeah. Continuously get up and, and keep going. Continuously get up. and. Get up. I mean, you know, you're, you're two years old or you're, you're a year and a half old and you, you learn how to walk. You fall 90% of the time. You get your ass right back right. up. It's just there. You can learn something from anybody. And it's so metaphorical, too, because like I said, the drywall guy, you know, a lot of it, it can relate back to life and finishing a project and going through and feeling good about some, the smallest little thing. Right. And that's, and that's really that's really the whole for point. Your ego, it's great for your confidence. Finish it's it. Great. It's, it's great for your your yeah your true self, and it and and it goes and it goes around it goes around the ego in regards to having a level of fulfillment in you understanding that that everything sort of fits together in a very weird way, mm-hmm. and every and the people that are around you they have something to give you if you're open to it. For sure, that's why they're there. So you have to be open. You have to kind of quiet your ego a little bit, and you have to listen and take signs into consideration because a lot of times people miss them and that's right. you narcissists miss signs right and that's they the, don't give a fuck about anybody else's signs but themselves and that's the difference yeah when you have self-confidence you're open to that now right. when, if you're narcissistic you're not if you're a narcissist you're looking to give people signs but you're like missing the huge ones in front of your face yeah. like but it's also because and this brings me back to the fucking election is that it it's just i told you earlier it's really hard to care when i see donald trump Trump speaking and there's fucking thousands of people that have his back. Yeah, like, but, I'm but, like, what is going on? But, but yeah, I mean, but it, but it's a matter of understanding that they, they don't have his back because of him. They have his back because of what he represents. And what because he, what, they think it's, that, it's anti-establishment yeah. and it's anti-system. That's the reason why he's so popular. And I think and that I, they I, think I he's it. like, he's like going to be so extreme that he makes change like maybe we yeah. need that yeah i mean that, that it's it's a big like like uh michael moore said because he has a, a movie coming out called trump land or something michael moore said if if he gets elected it's going to be the bless you. Thank you michael moore said if if trump gets elected it's going to be the biggest fuck you that the voters have ever done and it's because they're voting to say screw you system and that's but that's but sadly it's wrapped up in a guy and I told my buddy this because he's going to vote for Trump and I'm like okay well you know whatever it's your it's your opinion or you know your choice but I said it's almost anybody else is you know, he going to do it because else. he's mad like he's like trying to rebel yeah he has a thing against you know he, his own thing is like against the Fed and all that stuff but his his thing is policy also he hates Hillary yeah. because of what she represents right. And I never voted for Clinton. I, I never did. But but the point is, is that this is different context. And we we need a leader in this situation. I mean, I have my own opinion on this. And I'm not going to I'm not going to rant and rave about this because I wanted just to kind of just do the narcissistic thing and, and just to say. But that's what this out, is. Politi- politicians are narcissists. They Yeah, they are. They have to be. They are. But the thing but the thing is, is that this guy is so delusional. 
so insanely delusional in his. He has he is the one of the lowest functioning narcissists I've ever seen in my life. And a lot of times these guys who are like big wigs and you know real estate you know tycoons, they're they're like that. And they and it, it's almost a live by the sword, die by the sword. Those are the guys that screw themselves yeah. ultimately. And I think eventually he's going to do that. But he actually already did. If you look at the story of him, in terms of what he did to himself, oh, for sure, because he got in, he got in his way. He gets in his way all the time. Well, you know how like cops and like FBA agents and people of power and and helpful power have to go through like a psychological evaluation to be be in those positions it's like fucked up that someone running for president doesn't have to go through that like they can't a professional psychologist cannot say absolutely fucking not you are so messed up in your head there is no way you can run for fucking president yeah it's funny because there was a thing on in facebook about that some lady said you know i have to go through a psych eval and to to work at a montessori school no for sure and and she's like and this guy's gonna be president and he doesn't have to exactly because he's an absolute right narcissist but it, but that's not that's not the point of everything the, the point of everything going on right now is the fact that what he represents and he represents anti-establishment you know what and i are, think there's so much going on that it's just kind of fucking confusing the shit out of people sure you know is. what i was thinking the other day and this is a little off topic off topic but i wanted to say this on air is like it's crazy that hillary might be the first woman president ever and mm-hmm. that's the coolest the braddest thing and that's just like evolution for our country that's fucking awesome and that's totally but totally lost it's not a thing it's no. not even a fucking big deal it's at totally all because there now, is yeah. so much going on and there yeah. is so much corruption going on with this election that that is going going to be totally under the table yeah it'll, it'll come up once she gets in but and it'll know. be cool but it won't but, really because people yeah. are going to be like you know well, still fucking thinking she's crap well, which well that's because there's too much there's too much to do. yeah there's too much going on she's too and she's very system she's she's very very system and then there's no way around that i also told you earlier it's like if i've been watching the um debates and they're interesting honestly a lot of people are like don't watch them they're trash i don't want to fill my head with trash okay cool go watch the kardashians because that's not trash clearly but the debates are dope because they inspire thought and they really if you're sitting there and you're paying attention to it they're inspiring thought and they're inspiring relevancy to your life and it's funny when i I had people over to watch um the last debate and my friends are so funny and this is just exactly where kind of the disconnect is sometimes between me and the people that i love um there i'm like okay guys we got to establish a couple rules like before we we recorded it so i'm like before we press play let's establish some rules and they're like yeah cool so we drink when they say wrong or we drink when donald and i'm like no i was about to say if you have something to say we pause the debate and we talk about it oh that's hilarious i know isn't that funny (laughs) and i was like and if you guys, you know, just don't talk over the debate. I'm like, if we're going to watch this, we're going to watch this. We have like, we're having a viewing party. We're going to view you. That's funny. Isn't that hilarious? Well, it pretty much shows you. Because I you really know. like to, I like to watch what they have to say. And, and what I kind of um, came up with was if Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, not as the politicians that they are, not as the celebrities, whatever that they are, came into my restaurant and had a seat at a table and I watched them talk to their colleagues or however talk to each other or, or the way they communicate and the way they present themselves and their mannerisms. If I just observed that as a normal person to a normal person, I wouldn't like the people that they are. I wouldn't like who 
they represent as a person, not as a president, just as a fucking individual, I wouldn't want them in my bar. They're the type of people I would be like, oh, you're going to complain about the burger? Cool. I'm not going to discount shit. Don't come back. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? And it's like, how are they running for president? People that I wouldn't even want to be around. Well, you couldn't pay me to be around these motherfuckers. And they're running for president, both of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's the system. That's the problem. But it's so fucked up. It's like, why? It's it's like people that have successful businesses know that the face of that business, you know, they have to be clean. They have to know how to communicate. They have to have a great presence. They have to have the best energy. And that's something that Barack Obama totally had. That's I mean, if people want to say that's one thing that he had and cool and I dig it. But I wish that we could vote for a face and then the operation could be they can sit in a dark room and they can operate the country. I don't ever want to see you. I don't want to hear you speak. You know, they used to they used to say that about George W. Bush. Totally. You know, they, he had everybody else making his decisions. He just went out there and said, what oh, he for said. sure. Well, most but, presidents, know, I feel like. Are yeah, I mean, there's that. always there's always but at least people, Barack right? knew how to speak and he knew how to communicate. Yeah. The, the, what it comes down to for us right now is we have a choice between these two. That's yeah. what it comes down to. And you can you can you can vote your conscience or you can vote principle and vote for the Green Party or Libertarian. But you know what? It's really between the two. And you know that that's the case. So are you going to be a part of the decision or are you going to bow out, uh, you know, and be yeah, a, it's hard. a conscious? You know, it's fucked up because this is only the third time I voted. And I was telling you, I'm so discouraged. I'm just like, I and you, how, I don't know how many times you've voted. Quite, quite a long right. time. I've been voting since 1984. Right. And I bet you felt discouragement here and there. Yeah. And it but does, it's like, it this is only up. the third time but, I voted and I'm fucking like over it. Okay, listen. It, it, and I think you, if you talk to anybody, even people older than me, it, we've had some pretty lousy choices in our day. This by far is the craziest thing that I've ever seen. Yeah, in terms right. of the, in terms of the choice, in terms of where I've never seen this amount of divisiveness. Uh, I've never seen this particular situation in regards to these two people and what they represent ever. See, and that's interesting because a lot of times I'm like, no, this is just me. I'm tripping because this is kind of um, the peak of my individual platform as an entrepreneur and. Mm-hmm. Am I tripping because I'm just more aware of it? But it's like I've heard so many people tell me. No, that, this is this is no, ba- this is extreme. This is batshit crazy time. It really is, and I'm just hoping that once she wins, because I think she will, uh, that uh, I just hope that the forty three or four percent of people that don't agree with her. Uh, are we're able to kind of come together and make something happen because we have to. Right. And, you know, the longer that we don't, the longer it's going to take to heal and to get things going again. So. Hey, and there you have it. So this will be perfect because it's going to come out right before election. Oh, day. Oh, it will come out right before election day. Yeah, that's perfect. So, so if you want to listen to this, this is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio podcast. You can find it on JavaBud.com. I'm also, you know, Instagram and all that fun stuff. You know where to find me. I'm not going to have to dog and pony show that again. Also, it's uh, iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And rate and review. It always helps. Uh, subscribe. That'd be kind of nice. And you can uh, reach Lexi uh, if you want to check out her stuff. She's got her thing happening. Yeah. So hit me up at Lexi at CrucialAwareness.com. I'm doing um, Crucial Awareness coaching. And I think that's really the bottom line when it comes to people making decisions. You know, decisions when it comes to politics, decisions when it comes to their endeavors. Um, You need to be an aware person. 
And that's what I'm here to help with. And being aware is just the best tool you could ever fucking have. Period. 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 That's what meditation, mindfulness, philosophy, psychology, you know what it's all about? Being aware. Totally. It's all about being aware. So perfect. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.